0: It's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
1: You are listening to the Fly the W670 podcast. It's season two. It's episode 79. The Cubs' best month of the season. Don't forget to listen, download, review. And most importantly, subscribe to our podcast. Follow us on the socials Fly the W670 on Twitter, Instagram. Of course, we're on Facebook. And you can email us at fly the W670 at gmail.com. Crawley, uh, happy Monday. Hope you had a good weekend. And uh, we've got uh, one game into the uh, Major League Baseball's Final Fours. We had a uh, ALCS game on Sunday night.
2: Yeah, we'll definitely get there. There's some uh, exciting baseball going on. We have two uh, games as we're recording this, one going on right now, ALCS, and then the NLCS makes its debut tonight. And for those of you that miss Cubs baseball, you can uh, listen to uh, Boog and uh, Doug Glanville got the call. So a couple local guys, uh, you know, making the call. So that's kind of cool.
1: On the uh, four letter network radio station? Yes, sir. Well, okay. All right. Very interesting.
2: All right, Crowley. So,
1: as we've been doing, we've been looking back our year in review of the Cubs season. And now we are in August to remember.
2: Yeah. When August, you know, we, we talked last time we were here at the uh, on June 8th, the Cubs were 10 games under 500. And by the end of July, they were 53 and 53. So, they had climbed all the way back. And Jed decided not to break up the team and at the trade deadline, he makes two trades. Okay. Uh, the first one was he, uh, they need, they knew they wanted some more bullpen arms. And, and so they traded outfielder Nelson Velasquez for relief pitcher, Jose Quas. Dustin, uh, we, we talked about how frustrated I was that Nelson Velasquez didn't get a lot of time. Again, basically sad after he hit a, goal, a grand slam and, and, You know, my only concern here is I hope that this is not one that comes back to bite them because if you were watching a lot of Casey Royals baseball, which I know people weren't, um, Nelson Nelson Velasquez was only
1: the white, only the White Sox are watching Casey, Casey uh, Royals baseball. They seem to think that that's the uh, solution to all their problems. They're going to get as many guys as they can get from Kansas City over to 35th and Shields.
2: Well, they might want to look at Nelson Velasquez because he hit a whole lot of home runs for Kansas City. So I'm hoping that's not one that bites the Cubs. But um, um, Jose Quas comes over. But the big deal was that the Cubs acquired former Cubs prospect Heimer Candelario for Kevin Made and D.J. Hurst. So the corner infield spots that were a problem all season now looked settled, Dustin. You had Bellinger at first, and you had Candelario playing third, and he could play first if you needed to move. Uh, Bellinger into center field, so you know the Cubs were ready to go. Uh, they took uh, on the Reds in a four-game series from July 31st, to August 3rd. They took three of four from Cincinnati, winning Game Two by a score of 20 to nine and Game Three by a score of 16 to six. But Dustin, the biggest impact of that series was not the games that they won, three out of four, but on the one they lost on July 31st. Marcus strowman would go only three innings and give up six runs he would be placed on the il on August 2nd and wouldn't come off the il until September 15th he would make two more starts the rest of the season you know it was just so unreal how quick that that that, that stroman train derailed you know what I mean yeah
1: the timing was the timing was awful but uh it, w- during this month they they played like they didn't exactly need him
2: no, nope, nope, um, you know, and so the Cubs would then take on the team with the best record in baseball, the Atlanta Braves. They took two of three from the, the Braves at Wrigley, but in game two, Dustin, David Ross sat Seah Suzuki. He wasn't in the lineup, and he would be benched for the next four games to give him a mental reset, and and that move turned out to be pivotal. Saya would come back and be one of the most productive Cubs hitters in August and September. Uh, Dustin, the next series drove you and I nuts because they went oh. to they, they went to New York to face on the Metropolitans, and that is where Pete Alonzo helped the Mets take two or three from the Cubs, hitting four home runs in three days. So I think, Dustin, you know why the Cub fans want them on their team. They don't want to have to face that guy they anymore. Don't want to
1: face the, uh, they don't want to face the polar bear anymore, no. Mm-mm.
2: No, nah, he, he looked, you know, he looked really good. And, and it's, you know, I, I, I wonder what the asking price is going to be for prospect wise. Again, if, if, you know, if they're going to try to rip off the Cubs or if they're mm-hmm. going to be realistic, it would be something to look into, even if it's, you know, it's a one-year rental. So I what mean, if they you know,
1: want, what if they want Pete Crow Armstrong back?
2: They're not getting Pete Crow Armstrong. You're not, you know, there's going to be, a, <laughs> a there's, there's going to be a few untouchables, but no, not for yeah. a, not for a one-year rental. And that's what I'm thinking is that with the depth of the Cubs system, there still might be a deal to be had there somewhere. I, I I think that that's a possibility. But, um, you know, the Cubs would then go to Toronto where they would take two of three from the Blue Jays before heading home for a two-game set with the White Sox. They split at uh, 35th and Shields. But now, you know, the Cubs were looking to kind of – no. They took both games at 35th and Shield. So they were looking uh, to uh, take the win. What is the Wind Trust Cup now? I don't even know what it's called. I'm anymore. not
1: even sure who the official sponsor of that series is. I don't know.
2: <laughs> so it looks like money well invested. But um, they were going to play. And the first game ended in disappointment as Luis Ro- Robert hit a solar home run in the seventh to break a 3-3 three, three tie as the Cubs would lose this one 5-3. to three. And it looked like the White Sox would sweep the Cubs as they were losing 3-0 in the eighth. But former White Sox Nick Madrigal hits a solo home run in the eighth to make it a 3-1 to one game. Then in the bottom of the ninth, Cody Bellinger doubled to lead off the inning. Dansby Swanson would draw a walk, and in one of the most electric moments of the season, Christopher Morell hit a walk-off home run as the Cubs would win it four to three Morrell sprints around the bases, throws his helmet. He had his Jersey and shirt ripped off all (laughs) while the new led lights created a strobe effect and W's were made out of the lights, which, you know, some people complained. I thought it was pretty cool. That's pretty
1: cool. That's pretty cool.
2: You know, especially, you know, I, 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 you know, I go to plenty of games and when I went to the night games and you know, they didn't do it after every home run. I think that would be much, but at the end of the game, it's cool to kind of well, see a, monumental, like a monumental,
1: that type of thing. Absolutely.
2: That was, that was a fun one right there. And 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 so, you know, the Cubs would then go on to take two of three from the Royals, two of three from the Tigers and three of four from the Pirates, setting up a big series with first place Milwaukee only four games back at this point. The Cubs would lose game one, uh, six to two, as the Brewers scored four in the first against Sheamus and Tyone. I was at that one, and I remember I I wasn't even in my seat, and uh, what's Christian Yelich hit a leadoff home run. uh, But the uh, Cubs would win game two, one to nothing, a pitcher's duel between Justin Steele and Corbin
0: Burns. I mean... This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy
2: You know, that, that that was what you wanted to see out of Justin at that point. Again, still right in the thick of the Cy Young race, and he was able to go pitch for pitch with former Cy Young, Corbin Burns. So that was a great one. Another pitcher's duel for Game 3 is uh, Kyle Hendricks took on Brandon Woodruff. The Cubs were up 2-1 in the 8th when the Brewers tied it up in the top of the inning, but Cody Bellinger hit a go-ahead single in the bottom of the inning, and the Cubs won 3-2. To take the series from Milwaukee, and now we're three games behind Brewer, the Brewers for first place entering September. Dustin, I don't know if you saw the news, but uh, it looks like Brandon Woodruff is injured, and he will not. We found out about that injury um, prior to the last series of the season, but now they're saying he's out next year. So that's wow, uh, yeah. out next year. That's my understanding. We'll see. What, you know, these guys keep coming back quicker and quicker from injury, but. When I'm looking at that, that's, that's really going to hurt the Brewers. You know, they were looking whenever, Oof. when that they have those three badly. guys. Yeah. That
1: hurts yeah.
2: Badly. And, and it's burns going to be back. I mean, that's all stuff we're going to have to kind of keep an eye on, but you know, uh, I, I think this often season is going to be interesting, especially the two teams I'm going to be looking at are the Cardinals and the Brewers. Um, and I think that they might be going in opposite directions um, from last season, but all in all July was Cle- or august was the best month of the season for the cubs dustin they went 18 and 9 they won seven steer series and they split the one with the white Sox. the other big thing about this month is they won eight one run games that's and huge. that was something that's that monsters
1: yep, yeah.
2: yep you win eight one you know and that's where the bullpen was really just clicking you know, you said not missing Marcus Stroman. Part of the reason that was is because Javier Assad came in, and he started Dustin five games. And again, the record was two and zero, oh, but he had a two forty eight ERA against Atlanta. He gave up two runs. That was the shortest start. That was his first one. He gave up one run against the Blue Jays, two runs against the White Sox, against Detroit, two runs, and against the Pirates, he gave up one run. So to see Marcus or uh, Javier Assad. You know, that was what we were looking for all year. I remember he started the season kind of struggled a little bit out of the gate, but that was the guy that we saw in the World Baseball Classic.
0: He
1: went
2: back to that form, no doubt. I don't, if you're asking me for next season, I don't see him being a starter. I think the role coming out of the bullpen is going to be where he's going to give you the most value if, if, if I'm going to take a guess on that, but you know, he, you know, he really helped. Let's
1: dive a little, let's follow up with that a second. Okay. Let's Mm -hmm. follow up with that. So obviously Justin Steele. Yes. And
2: Marcus Stroman.
1: Okay. So Marcus Stroman is opting back in and
2: Um, Jamison Tyone.
1: Okay. So Tyone was the other one that you knew was going to be in the rotation one way or the other. Right. Right. So is Kyle Hendricks getting picked up?
2: Sure sounds I think, like it, right? I, I think Kyle Hendricks would be getting picked up, and you know, so we're, there's we're, four,
1: right? And I think we're four.
2: And at that point, you, you can look at a free agent, um, or you can look at uh, you know, giving one of the young guys a chance. I mean, you're gonna have uh Hayden Wesniski, Caleb Killian, Jordan Wicks, Ben Brown. These guys are ready to take the next step.
1: And let's hope they can all I, let's let's hope whoever doesn't win that fifth spot, assuming they don't buy a pitcher, that all of them then can contribute in the bullpen. I really did like that concept, Crowley. Maybe I'm wrong, and maybe it, it proved wrong because of how the bullpen ended up burning out. But I really like the idea, Tommy Hodaby would tell us, that they wanted the, their best pitchers at the major league level. So even though Hayden Wisnitski was thought of as a starter. He was still one of their best pitchers in the organization, even though starting wise, he wasn't super hot. So they wanted him in the pen. So I hope that's a plan next year, depending on what they do, obviously in free agency. In I'm sure trademark. that,
2: that I, I'm sure at least one of those names I have will be in the bullpen if I oh, at
1: least. Yeah, I I, w- I would put the over under at probably two and a half. I would and, say and, two and a half of those guys are in the Cubs bullpen next year.
2: And what you're going to see is those guys have options. So let's say someone is injured. You could always, or let's say, let's say you have a guy that you say, you know what, I think we really want him to start. You could always send him back to AAA, call someone else up and stretch those guys out. You know what I mean?
1: Right, right, right. All right. Sorry um, to derail big, you for a second there, but I no, wanted to, you can I wanted always to dive in. Into that <laughs> for, I wanted to jump into that a little bit.
2: Heimer Candelario uh, did a great job back. He He slashed in the month of July. Or in the month of August 275 337 473 with three home runs, 12 RBIs. I thought that that gave the Cubs a big bump at third and and that really lengthened the lineup. There was you were starting to eliminate kind of some of those easy spots that you get into. And then after struggling in the month of June and July, something awful, that benching of Say it really turned him around. He slashed in August 321 365 641. With five home runs and 13 RBIs. I mean, like I said, Dustin, taking two out of three from the Brewers, beating Brandon Woodruff and Corbin Burns, I think you know, we were all optimistic going into September.
1: Oh gosh, the optimism, Crawley, was through was through the roof. Before we before we move on, I want to do what we just did a second ago. And now I want to talk about Candelario. So he's in a one year deal. So he's going to be a free agent, correct? Correct. Okay. What do you, what, what, how do you feel about him? Is he, is he a guy that assuming they could bring Cody Bellinger back that you would be okay with at third base?
2: Yeah, I'd be okay with him at third base. If they, if they brought Cody Bellinger back, I would have no problem. But
1: he can't be the reason Cody Bellinger, like he can't be the solution to Cody Bellinger being gone that he's at third or first.
2: No, he's not replacing Cody Bellinger's offense. There's no way. Mm-hmm. ok, so they're going they're going have to add on to that. So hopefully, you know, it it'd be great to keep those two guys. I and he's somebody and,
1: else that's not necessarily guaranteed to be back, Candelario
2: absolutely. and 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 again, you know, cup fans got to see the, you know, the best of him when he was here in July. and then, you know, in, or in August. and then unfortunately in September. Uh, A back injury is really going to, the back injury is going to derail him a little bit. So we'll see what happens. But I will tell you, Dustin, that, that go, that August, the month of August, when, you know, you're sitting there winning 18 out of 18 out of 27 games, I'll take that anytime. Oh yeah. (laughs)
1: Listen, you spread that out over the course of a baseball season. This would have been almost a, a hundred win team.